Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials, Jacob the Audio Guy. Woo! We're preaching fun. You blew oh. your mic out. What the fuck happened there? Oh, did I pop it in your ears? You blew it. Yeah, I didn't pop it in my ears. Look at look at the red. Look at oh, it there. Oh, it sure does. You destroyed it. Doing? You fucking destroyed our intro. Killing oh. it. Jake, Jacob, the I don't know what's going on with the audio guy. Hey. Sheesh. It, it's got to just be me. It sounded like the theme song was a half step slower. No, it, it, there's no way. <laughs> that is definitely. I'm you. losing it. <laughs> Did you have some sugar this morning or something? You're no, like that's the problem. Train? I didn't have any sugar. <laughs> there it is. I had I had water. To uh, yeah, I don't know. New Year's. What? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, think, I don't think the year has anything to do with your perception of time. Well, that's true. I, I did listen all night last night to a three-hour-long diatribe from this guy about uh, space UFO stuff. It was interesting. What, <laughs> what are you doing? First of all, that would slow me down, too. In, in the room, of course, we talked about that we have a very special guest with us today. We do. It's Jacob! Jacob! Hey! <laughs> it's been a long time since we did that. Yeah, day. it's been a while. Uh, a perfect time to bring it back. But uh, the listeners demanded... And our guest obliged. <laughs> Reddy Rich is in the studio Woo-hoo, from Penn hey. Sunday School, who, uh, who's been appearing more in audio fashion yeah. this year than years previously, more and more. But this is a big one. You're taking up a lot of space today. Okay. <laughs> welcome, uh, Reddy. Welcome, Thanks. Reddy. Thank you for being here. Reddy was one who told me, he's like, Harry, here's when I can come in, and here are the times I can come in. I was like, okay. yes, yes, this is Great. all perfect. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible at this, so please. Come in. Yeah. Uh, but yes, people wanted you on. People wanted Godot on. And uh, but we finally have Reddy Rich in the studio here with us. Reddy, of course, is and this, this, this snowballed, Paul. I don't know if you realize this. This snowballed because of your talk about Star Wars, actually. Regardless really? of all the topics that Reddy came in prepared to talk about. This is really about Rogue One? Reddy, you know, Reddy is a listener, which always... Which always still surprises me because he's technically like my boss at Penn Sunday School, but that he listens to us. I'm always surprised when anyone tells me they're listening. Yes. I listen to every episode, but you know it's for a bit, right? That you listen to every episode? Yeah. As a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Because Penn has that thing with uh, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Where Siegfried would always respond anytime oh, yeah, Penn yeah. shat on him in public. <laughs> he would say thank you for, he'd write or call and say thank yep. you for the kind mention. <laughs> and anytime we mention Reddy on the on the show, we always get a, a very kind email from Reddy. Just thank, thank you for the mention. Thank you for the kind mention. <laughs> I try to get it in 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> you're usually, usually, you're yeah. usually yeah. very good at it. You're, you're so fast that I remember what you're talking about, <laughs> which is big because most yeah. of the time people bring up stuff like from four days later, I'm like, what are you uh, talking what about? Is, what happened? Oh, we did a show? <laughs> right. Like we got a bunch of stuff Stuff in the bank show that we aired, and everyone's asking about what bands oh, we're talking yeah. about, like, and I was like, dude, I don't. That was a year ago. Know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I, the tweets and everything. I was like, oh, we t- that's the one where I mentioned Dream Theater. Yeah, that was oh, the Dream Theater episode. And because uh, people said Dream Theater, I didn't even know that was a band. So I just was like, what is this a place? <laughs> Did Jacob work somewhere as a stage manager? Sometime? For Jacob, it's a place. <laughs> 
It's Jacob my own dream his, theater. It's happy place. And I forgot that we recorded the bank episode on our old audio equipment. Right. And so we were getting backhanded compliments about our new microphones, <laughs> which I was still confused. I was like, wait, 306 sounds. She didn't know our crossover episode was... <laughs> whatever. whatever the one we did with Geek Shock. I was like, you're misnumbering... Yeah, uh, guys. No, oh, you do have different microphones. We yeah. do have different we microphones. Do. We stepped it the heck up. You've got three Neumanns, and and I guess I'm stuck on this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Doesn't seem right. We're, as we're, a listener, we're saving up as for a, our fourth Neumann. As a, as a, yeah, we'll, we'll try to get your Neumann. Okay. Yeah. Relax. You want to share? You want to share the mic with Matt? You know our Patreon money. You, you know extra what we line make on, on there. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Did. <laughs> Really Freddy is opening a bag and he's pulling out his own microphone. <laughs> he's pulling out his own Neumann. It's, this is it is encased in a guys. By the end of this episode, Jacob and Reddy are going to pull their dicks out. I know it. I know it. It's in a beautiful wood case. I'm a little <laughs> offended that you haven't already noticed my, that my oh, dick man. is already out. It is. He's got the straight up Neumann uh, holder. He brought his own cable. The whole deal. <laughs> and what is is this a Neumann in here? There. Yeah, this that's a, the. I that, should probably wait till Jacob, the audio guy, turns back around. The actual sure. Before mic. I open this. Whoa! Oh, oh shit! Is that better than ours, Jacob? Just yeah. be honest. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> He's got the whole. He's thing. got the superior He's got Neumann. The rig. He's got the. He came the, uh... in with the bigger, better Neumann. We do have the better shock mounts, though. <laughs> For <can't>. now, yeah. <laughs> because now that Reddy has seen these shock mounts, the... take that shock mounts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay down, shock let, mounts. Let me go back to my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh, so we are now hooking up Freddy's superior microphone <laughs> to ours. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul, what would you do for New Year's while they figure this out? Fell asleep at 10 o'clock. There you go. Yeah, baby. Atta boy. Didn't do shit. Didn't do shit. Um, I, we, um, I was excited not to have to go to, to the strip. The Me amount too. of invitations I got to go to the strip for New Year's Eve. Hey, hey. <laughs> was a lot for... Uh, for how old I am and how many kids I have. Did you yeah. really get a lot of invites? Two. Listen to that thing pick up everything even again now. I know. Holy smokes. You could probably shut off the rest of these. I was going to say. <laughs> that, that is an intense fucking mic. <laughs> this is what you used when we were backstage, right? at the uh, For the Piff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like... So well, this isn't a bank episode yet. And it may not be. Ready will tell us. But, but um, you know, there's a whole big thing when Piff was on Penn Sunday School... Uh, talking about his mom's mince mincemeat pies, mm. and his mom brought pies over. Oh, and so Christmas night we went backstage after the Penn and Teller show, and uh, and uh, we we got out the mincemeat pies. Penn said, kind of like, well, maybe we record it, maybe we can turn it to a bank episode. Yeah, it's all of us hanging out in the monkey room. Right, there's one but, stick mic being handed but, around. Oh, and then but and then, then he had that hanging on the wall, and that was all you needed. And and after we did that, we did 45 minutes of one of the most bizarre shows ever. Yeah. Afterward, Penn was like, "Do you think that's usable?" I was like, "That's the most bizarre thing we've ever done." Piss Mamas, we're, we were like, we're, we're we're trying to interview her, yeah, and uh, it, it it might even come off disrespectful, perfect uh, as that. And then um, uh, it was just crazy. And then we had like you know like eight people hanging out like a normal would after a Penn and Teller show, right? It was just all over the place. <laughs> it's and a normal monkey room conversation. Totally no, normal monkey room. But that's, that's to- doesn't not necessarily good podcast. Com- not, 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 not good radio necessarily. So I just was from an audio perspective. I was like, what we just did was impossible. Like a total waste of, of time from that perspective. And then Reddy's like, we might have it. And I was like, really? And now I realize with that microphone that that is why we might have yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. 
Uh, I think it's. I think you're going the wrong way with it. No, oh, no, you were going the right Back way. With up, it. Yeah. Oh, it just yeah. won't thread. He was. You know, I'm putting this mic on a stand. Yeah. So not. We've got it muted, so you can't hear it. Yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> I could hear you stalling for me to get through that. You're welcome. Um, the show's usable. It is. Yeah. That seems crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like amazing. A thing. The ending's terrible. Sure. Because he did a visual joke. Yes. That I'm not going to be able to play. Yeah. So we'll have to fix that. But. We'll fix that. But the, the joke was that uh, uh, Piff just ate a pie for three minutes. Oh, good. Legit. Which would be great over video credits, yeah. but it's an audio podcast. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, the next step, right? We got to start uh, videoing everything as well as audioing. I think that's. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> Reddy just said no. I was going to say, get Reddy's mic on, goddammit. And let's get him in this. Because Reddy has been on the video tip for Penn State School for a while. Yeah. You know, uh, he took over the YouTube channel. And he made sure to get things cut up into YouTube clips and, and episodes and all that stuff. And he can tell you what it means to have uh, uh, video, video elements. Because well people do ask us about this. And even I think when Cameron first designed the site, because he designed Penn Sunday School site, he put a live button on our right. homepage, which made everyone go like, oh, when's that going to happen? And I was like, I never. Not. Now, our periscopes, when we periscope Jock versus Nerd and stuff, are yeah. popular. Mm-hmm. But overall... Whole you show. and I sitting around in sweatshirts, greasy headedly talking to microphones. I don't know if going to make that much. Actually, I actually got shower any, this morning. I disagree. Going to make anyone YouTube rich. I you did it, shower this morning. I, I didn't mean to the, throw you in. That's all right. I, I made apologize. It, I don't usually, but I made it to the bath this morning. <laughs> all right. Is your mic up? And ready you saw to the difference there between live audio tech and broadcast engineer. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that he just did it in two seconds. I've got five thousand dollars worth of microphone that I can't put on a ten dollars stand. Yeah. <laughs> That should be your autobiography. $5,000 worth of mic on a $10 stand. Uh, ready? No no visuals for the old podcast world? It's just no money in it. Right. It's a, it's a bloodbath for, for finance. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much more money to, to, to shoot things visually and edit things. It's so much more time consuming to edit things visually. It's such a pain in the ass. Um, well, just the gear alone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole thing about podcasting, the reason that's a thing is because anybody could do it with what they have on their laptop. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you don't have these mics. No. Um, and then, uh, now that we have two audio guys in the room, last time there was a big audio scandal in the news. We, <laughs> There's we, another we, one. We were at the forefront of it. We were. We, we, had, right. we knew to go to the heart of the guy who Mike Donald Trump. Which, my, we... my guy, that Mike Donald Trump, had the opportunity to mic the inauguration. And turned it down. Oh, no. He turned I was so mad at him. Thing? I was like, you're my only guy. I hear, you're my guy. I want to hear his sniffles. Yes. I want to hear his sniffles at the inauguration. What? He, he was like, I can't. I couldn't deal with it again. I so couldn't do, do it. Do either one, what are either one of your takes on the Mariah Carey mishap uh, New Year's Eve? I'll let you guys go first. <laughs> <laughs> I will just say yeah. that for me, like the wife and I were chatting about this. Yeah. And she had a little bit of sympathy. And I was just, I was all like. Right. You step up and you do the gig. I know things are tough, but damn. Apparently, she didn't come in and do a rehearsal. So that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so She's just a star. Just this week, we had a major audio glitch in our show. Right. And we toughed through it. <laughs> okay. What Paul's describing, actually, <laughs> what Paul's describing is a miracle that happened in Fifty Shades. It, it was, a, it oh, was yeah. insane. Okay. So it turns out because of, uh, we have a, we have, uh, We've we've been having uh, power outages at the window showroom. A lot of uh, tripped breakers mm-hmm. over there. Not paying. We've been the trying bill. to re- rewire 
Uh, actually, no, because we used to. Here's, it's even dumber than that, Jacob. <laughs> here's what happened: is that we uh, the the area which all of our uh, equipment is uh, loaded into in the tech area. This place used to be a catering facility. Oh, right. And so the area is an elevated platform that looks looks like a perfect little 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 uh, little niche for for all of the equipment to go into. Okay. And the audio guys are sitting to basically stage left of all the productions. Uh, it, it's a nice little niche because it used to be the coffee area, which means they used to put coffee machines and everything over there. So in order for that to be the official coffee area for a catering thing, they have breakers in. Uh, they have different power outage breakers in those outlets right. than they do in the rest of the room. And so all of our technical equipment was hooked up to more sensitive breakers. <laughs> <laughs> and now that they've put six shows in the room, <laughs> we're testing the limits of those breakers. I, I can't believe they did that. <laughs> and so now they're trying to rewire. Oh, I'm just, I'm just shaking my head. Around the coffee station <laughs> to, get, to make sure our room is on regular outlets for, for regular shit the, to the happen. The first thing you do when you, when you put a show in, the, the first thing you do... Is you check the power <laughs> before anything else? Ready, concur. Yes. <laughs> I mean, before you start putting seats in, yeah. you check the power. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, this is just you know. I mean, this is this is what happens is this is all because your our foundation is Tony and Tina's wedding, you right. know, and so every production is just kind of stacked in on top of that, and so there's not a lot. There wasn't a lot of technical. Uh, uh, pioneers putting in Tony and Tina's wedding into our showroom. Tony and Tina's wedding needs very little technical uh, yeah. support. I mean, not even microphones. No. It needs one working microphone. Yeah. It needs a CD player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could use a boombox. End you, of list. You could use a reel-to-reel. Yeah. <laughs> you could use a reel-to-reel. If it's got a good speaker on a it. A reel-to-reel would be fine. If it's got a good speaker on it, you'd be fine. So uh, what happens is while they're rewiring everything, basically just we have we have one output cable to the whole room for our lights and sound and that cable was somehow dangling uh and we didn't know it and so for days the audio has been was off but it was it was we and no one looked at the fucking output cable <laughs> okay so in the show uh what happens is the cable comes loose and it sounds like a machine gun the cable comes loose finally oh, yeah. loose enough that it goes like feedback city feedback city any moment of the show, the less popular neighbor of Poundtown, mm-hmm. any moment of the show besides the moment that it happened would have caused us to stop the show. We would oh. have had to have said, "Like, all right, everybody, hold on, get off stage, let's figure out what's going on, and let's and let's restart the show at the you know whatever moment." Because it can was start probably thirty five seconds of yes, loud thundering through the room, the audience. Very confused because it's very jarring. It's a weird thing. However, it's a weird moment. The moment it happened was when Paul, uh, Paul's character Christian, goes down on Anastasia Steele. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so those two sat there in the oral sex position, rattling their limbs for the duration of the of, of the of the machine gun sound throughout the entire room. We stretched it out a little bit. Took a little I more came time. this close to Goudoing this bit. <laughs> Good. I'm really glad you didn't. <laughs> so we so so we figured out the cable was loose and just tapped it back in uh, within that 45 second span to the point where the uh, uh, Anne had ad libbed the line about the, a machine gun and didn't even get that big a laugh because the audience was confused whether it was or wasn't part of the show. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, so, and so Helene, our producer, was like, that was really good. I was like, it was a fucking miracle. Any other part of the show. This has been like this for two days. <laughs> this cable's been loose for two days. Our art has been sitting all over the place for two days. And so now that's just part of the show every night? Yeah, now yep. I just now, now the that Helene, out. Now in. that Helene liked it. It's in. Keep it. No. Keep it. Thankfully, that's not in. Ready. George Clinton was in town over the weekend. I'm sorry. I'm having a little trouble hearing you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Snobbing our headphones. He's going in for the the new cans. His own cans. He's pulling in his own cans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I mean, in fairness, the headphones that he just took off are better than any headphones that anyone is listening to this show on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, look at that. I can hear myself. <laughs> All right, I've got to take a picture of Reddy now in his new microphone and his, his headphones. <laughs> Equipped. Yeah, so P-Funk was in town for New Year's. And you used to work with P-Funk, Yeah. I don't know how to answer that question anymore. You know, I don't trust anything that I don't trust any memories from before I was diagnosed. Okay. So I can't really say exactly. You, you have a Butchie Collins story that I really enjoy. Is that you don't know if that's true? Uh, the story's true. Yeah. It's not Bootsy. Okay. It's Gary Scheider. Okay. Who I knew you wouldn't know. Yeah. So I gave it a name that you would know. Okay. He's as important to P Funk as Bootsy was. Okay. All right. The story's real. That's fine. I, I, you could have just told me that I misremembered who the name was <laughs> and I would have believed you I'm thinking now I was never actually on their payroll I just did a lot of shows with them oh so you just showed up and knew how to carry cable no I was I would MC and DJ oh okay 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 so you didn't technically work for them but you you worked alongside I was alongside. on stage with them but I didn't get paid okay I think all right. You tell the story enough and you don't remember it. I understand anymore. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad for our podcast purposes you held off. <laughs> this, this is where you drew the line. <laughs> Stop telling the stories. Um, no, no. The story. I'll tell the story. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so I was a DJ in. Does anybody know New Jack? New Jack Swing? Does that mean anything to yes. anybody? Okay. I was a New Jack Swing DJ. Okay. okay. So early 90s black R&B clubs. Those are the people that I was working with. Okay. And it was very common for nightclub BJs at that time to introduce bands for live events. Okay. So I got to be pretty well known with all the venues Mm -hmm. that I was a guy that should be backstage, even if I shouldn't be backstage. It's kind of our latter story, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah, Just coming in with the DJ clothes. You just show up. Yep. You have the equipment. And it doesn't matter if you belong there or not. They're going to let you in. Right. Mm -hmm. You're not asking anyone for autographs or... Or trying Not to causing like, a ruckus, carrying yep. stuff occasionally, trying to blow anybody. Yeah, right. So there was a show. <laughs> it was a festival, and P Funk was the headliner. Mm. And this is how I met them. Okay. I went on to stage at the top of the stairs, and the local security thought I belonged there, and the band thought that I was local security. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And at some point during the show, I went out on stage and I started dancing. <laughs> and I don't dance. No, no, I've never seen that, you really. That dance. local security guy is good. 
<laughs> so it was humorous. Sure. It was entirely appropriate for a P-Funk show. So say so you're already in the mix with a bunch of grown men in diapers and space aliens and it's fog. <laughs> right. You're not going to be out of place. And I'm dressed like a 1990s hip-hop New Jack Swing DJ. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm there. So I couldn't tell you what I was wearing that night, but it was probably overalls that were 30 sizes too big. <laughs> Do you have a Kangol cap on? With no, ca- I didn't wear cats. I had like- a no, I did have a hat. I'm sorry. What was I it? had? I had a baseball cap with my DJ name on the front. <laughs> what was your oh, DJ oh, name? Oh. DJ DB. Oh, he was gonna guess. <laughs> was it done in uh, spray paint? No, the pants were done in spray yes! paint. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, doctor. That's all, that's all he wanted. Oh, I got you. this in my head. Yeah, I had. He's a- basically left eye. <laughs> <laughs> on, on my pants i had djdb world tour in every city that i'd ever played there was like a graffiti world, image of it world tour yeah were you in on that joke yes okay yeah. I, did you make the pants i paid for the pants yeah you paid for them okay yeah. you didn't you didn't actually make them no i'm not okay. artistic in any way I, I was really hoping that you were going home each night after after a new gig in some new city and just spray painting a new city name on your pants no i paid a guy Okay. <laughs> Hard-earned cash. Handing those overalls over. Getting those overalls back. <laughs> Gotta get paid to get sprayed, yo. That's right. <laughs> I've seen that movie. <laughs> those... Paid to get sprayed? <laughs> four. That's uh, the one. I gotta tell you. Four is much better than <laughs> yeah, the others. I, I gotta tell you, in those movies, I have yet to see any article of clothing. You're not looking in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I paid to get sprayed is really just... Uh, well, it's a, it takes place at a lot of college campuses. Um, <laughs> that surprisingly lax with the rules of these campuses, too. No, this is not like my college. I would have gotten at least kicked out of my dorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the back of the hat, okay, okay, go on. I had my custom eight hundred number. Oh, <laughs> do you want to guess, Paul? Oh, let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna guess one eight hundred six 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 DJDB. Well, it's 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 a uh, how many how many numbers after the one eight hundred? Seven. Seven. So it's I'm gonna go DJ F A S T R. I'm DJ thinking I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with one eight hundred uh DJ D B D P P. Did you go by did you go by ready at the time? No. Oh, okay. Because I was going I was going one eight hundred I'm ready. <laughs> oh nice. That's a, that's what you should have now. If, yeah. you're gonna, if you're gonna get a new hat. Funky DJ. Ah, funky 1-800-FUNKY-DJ. Very easy. Much better than what we came up that with. Is, <laughs> do you still have that number? I had it until two years ago. Oh, wow! Because wow. <laughs> that's a good... Well, I mean, you pro- did you get paid for it? Well, the problem... The reason I, I got rid of it was because I spent 20 years of not getting any business off of it. Right, sure. And they cost a bit of coin. Yes. I wish. But were you able to sell it off to someone? No. No, nobody cares about 800 numbers anymore. I know. That's why I wish, because Penn once in a while wants callers. I thought it'd be really funny if we actually held on to it. Because if anyone wanted to call into Penn Sunday School and they had to call 1-800-FUNKY-DJ. Jacob, uh, what might that sound like? If you're calling in to get through that number, what? Uh, what could oh, I, Jacob's gonna dial it up right now. Yeah, actually. Let, let, let's hear so let's it. Go, let's let's go, go, somebody, somebody bought that just, up, right? Yeah, just in just, the two years you've let that lie. 
It is not sat, sat fallow. No, no, no. There's <laughs> no way. This thing has sprung up a whole a, new deal. A hot commodity. Yes, it has. Oh, shit. Folks, you oh, still have. God damn it. <laughs> 800. I was, I was not prepared for this. So while, no. while he's doing that, <laughs> yeah. after I got to be friends with P-Funk, yeah. though, Belita Woods is the one that I was friends with the most, mm. one of the singers. Yeah. And she took the hat and would wear it all around the country. And I would get prank calls. <laughs> <laughs> For years and years after I gave her that hat, I would know whatever town they were playing in because the 800 bill comes back with oh with yeah with where oh, the sure. call is and yeah so you can you pre call her you, you can follow P Funk via your phone bill yeah <laughs> how nice <clears throat> funky D one eight hundred funky, funky DJ, DJ is so better good. than it's better than I could have possibly imagined uh, oh here I just I just got him on the line oh, oh great. yeah let's go let's go style it up. Hey, hey, hey. Hello? Hey, you've reached 1-800-FUNKY-DJ. Okay, cool. I'm, uh, I'm looking to book a DJ for, uh, for uh, an event. I'm your DJ. Okay. Could you turn the music down? I'd like to have a conversation about <laughs> what, you, what I'm funky, man. I gotta keep the funk going. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's... Now you're just being sarcastic, sir. <laughs> no, I'm being funky. Okay, I have a... Basically, I have a, a birthday DJ. party. DJ. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> Just wanted to remind you what I am. Okay. Oh, oh, shit. I think I hear the police coming. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Hello? Funky DJ. Funky DJ, open up. This is the police. Funky DJ, open up. Cut that music. Cut that music off. No, turn that air horn off. Turn that up. We're going to stop knocking. We're going to start ramming. Funky DJ, let us in. Uh, should I call back? Oh, Jesus. I'm going to call back. Uh, this is a fine time. <laughs> you ca- I'm just caught up in that life, son. That's right, PNC, my dick. <laughs> All right, Funky DJ, you're coming with us. You've been way too dope. Way too dope. You're going downtown. <laughs> You let out DJ. all that. Let, it's 5 p.m. You letting all that dope out? <laughs> there are school kids in this neighborhood, Funky DJ. We're trying to keep the streets clean of dope. And you are doping it up. <laughs> You're too dope. Too, You're just too dope, Funky too DJ. I'm dope. <laughs> Turn in your DJ badge. Um, I like that. Whatever. Did you? Did you? F- did you pick the customized buttons or those are the customized buttons that come with no, the program? No, those are the ones that come with Okay, so uh, there's 12 <laughs> buttons, am I right, on, the, on that, on that, on that, on, on, on that, that screen? screen? Yeah, there's 12 buttons. I like that the word DJ not only made the final cut, <laughs> but it is the DJ. second button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're going to DJ, you better have a button that says DJ. First, what's the first button? <laughs> Okay, cool. So it's just like, these, these are your tools. Yeah. You cannot enter a room without being able to have an air horn or let people know that you are the DJ. Other than that. Well, and, there's, and there's this list of different ones. And this is my favorite one. It just has a Snoop Dogg one. Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> the shizzle dizzle. I'm positive that Snoop Dogg and his people are not aware that that is on a program. <laughs> no. <laughs> available for use. Two. One. One. Two. <laughs> that's good I do want Snoop Dogg saying anything yeah so having record numbers make is a good him idea. say one two DJ <laughs> can you that, okay. oh I have to switch screens that's real fast. Screens. <laughs> go for it let's see if you can do it one two 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not quickly. DJ. <laughs> it's terrible. It sounds like garbage. Oh, what screen is that? It's just, a, it's just another screen of buttons. This is uh, SFX screens. SFX. Oh, I like that one. I don't know. That one's called Darkness. <laughs> What's the other one you just hit called? That's Whoa. Beam. MJ. That's like the beginning of uh, Beat It. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Beam sounds like... Nope. <laughs> the second part of that same sound effect? Out no. of space, out oh. of space, MJ. Can I just say that all of this, including the music, is decidedly not funky? (laughs) (laughs) All you New Jack guys are such snobs about the funk. It's really disheartening. So, Um, so, Reddy, when when did the New Jack swing fall out of favor? When did the New Jack swing bite it? 1993, when gangster funk came in. Mm, and so, give me an example of gangster funk as opposed to Dr. Uh, Dre. So, Dre coming in supplanted whom? And Snoop Dogg, or their G Funk. They basically pers- supplanted Teddy uh, Riley guy. Yes. Babyface. Guy. Oh, guy. Babyface. I forgot about Babyface. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. No, Babyface you- has a highway named after him in my hometown. <laughs> Because he's from Indianapolis. You can take the Babyface Highway? Yeah, the Kenneth Kenneth Edmonds Highway, yeah. Oh, oh, with his real name. Yeah. Okay. No, Babyface Highway is named after a tragic accident. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it's not, as, it's not as awful as you think. It's just the body's made a shape of a baby's face. Right. There's no babies involved. Oh. It was all, all adults who had died. up people. But, but they over, landed in the shape of a baby face. An overhead camera like, well, that's a terrible wreck here. It looks like about 35 bu- What? Damned if it doesn't look like the cherubic face of a child. <laughs> the baby face accident. <laughs> sure enough, that's just a pile of bodies. But you could easily confuse it for a four-year-old smiling, grinning face. This just came from Google Earth. <laughs> oh, our friend uh, James, who's a listener. Our friend James, he went he went to do like a getaway with uh, his, his, his wife. Uh, to go like camping or something, like a cabin getaway. And they passed... A massive pig accident. A pig oh, truck yeah, accident. Oh, yeah. I told him about that. Did we read that story? <laughs> no, I think he just told us that story. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> the awkwardness of when it's, like, not humans, but, like, it's still carnage. Oh, it's right. so hard. Like, he's, like, it just is the weirdest That's thing the saddest story. to deal with. It's so sad. That's so weird. I... I'm not kidding. I have passed by a pig accident on a, on a highway before. But you the one stop that I passed, talking about SJ that way. <laughs> <laughs> She's a nice lady. She's wonderful. Look, Matt got to tell his engagement story. <laughs> Your wedding was not an accident. You went into it willingly. Sue. Pick, 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 pick. That's the song that you marched down the aisle to. You guys tell wedding stories? Because my pig accident was. (laughs) Wedding story is now pig accident from now on. (laughs) Um, So, did you go see them when they were back in town? How how long before Henderson has a killer's bypass? Uh, Oh, not soon. I would imagine 2018. You know, it'll, it, it'll be Brendan Flowers' way. Which, by the way, I would love to be driving on Flowers' way. <laughs> if I was on a major highway called Flowers' way, that would make me very happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's the one. Does the whole band t- claim Vegas as their own or just Brendan Flowers? I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I think it's just I think it's nope. just flowers. Nope. Nope. Is it all of them? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know uh, if they're I all think, from I don't know, here, I don't but know I think the band... I don't know now they are, but they started here. That's the thing. I think the band as a whole started here. I don't know if they're all say from Vegas. Bishop Gorman kids. Okay. All of them. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a big uh, sports, maybe big not. sports high school. Maybe not. Uh, I could just, be wrong. It's just a high that. school, Jacob. We don't have to just project the sports but thing. I, on. I'm kidding. It's a huge sport. <laughs> it's a huge sport. It's a huge sport. It's a Marco guy, Murray, Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew a guy who played with Brandon Flowers in bands before he was in the Killers. Oh, okay. Okay. Briefly. And so, waiting for that call still, or? Oh yeah, he was definitely waiting for that call. He was never going to get that call. This cat, I did, I knew, I knew him through another friend. Well, here's He'd the hard part: is I, I we like, actually, I don't even know why I have this audio. <clears throat> he actually thought he was calling the killers, but Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Flowers gave him the number. He gave him the wrong number. One eight hundred Funky DJ. Really? <laughs> yeah, he said, "Call me. Let's let's get the band going." <laughs> and so here's the call. Hey, uh, is Brandon there? DJ. Yeah, this is Brandon. <laughs> this is the personal assistant, the funkiest DJ in town. Oh, wow. I, 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 I can I can dig this new sound. This is a different direction for you, B, but... Uh... Whoa, Whoa, this phone call's really getting started now. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, uh, I was wondering, you know, with the success of the band, I was thinking yeah, maybe there'd cool. be a slot for me. Oh, yeah, we're going to need plenty of players. Do you play the... DJ. The DJ button? DJ. <laughs> I can? Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we gotta wrap this call up. The phone. The phone. The phone is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, is this a bad time? Should I call back? Uh, just call 911. I've just been shot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's not a sound effect. No. I'm being shot to death. Oh, no. <laughs> You're too late, coppers. You're too late. Open up! Is this Brandon Flowers? Um, I'm just, I'm just his personal assistant. Oh, well, you were being way too dope. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. <laughs> hey, Jenkins, get that laser in here. Let's finish this fucker off. <laughs> now the other laser. No! I don't know what you're You just play the laser. You just play the laser. No! I think it was on the other screen. You just played a sound effect that was a laser. I don't know. Find the laser, Jenkins. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. Closer, but not quite. It went... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Can you do that? I was going to say, can you do that fast? Because that's the best. That's the sound right there. Holy oh, shit. Oh, that's in... Paul's in heaven. That's Dude, a video game sound effect. Tag that, tag that in with the air horn. What? <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> oh, Guys, we're making hits. What about, why are we in the podcast business? We should have been on this app the whole time. That sounds like an aquarium on the moon. <laughs> first album. First album. Aquarium boom. On moon, aquarium guys. on the moon. You guys get that? You guys get Matt and Madeline's aquarium on the moon? Hit it. Hit it. Aquarium on the moon. These fish are floating. Aquarium on the moon. There ain't no tank. Aquarium on the moon. That's right, that's happening. Aquarium on the moon. Oh, oh shit, no. Space police. Space police. Oh, shit, the space police are here. We shoot Back first. Aquarium. We shoot first. We have, we have no right. Open this aquarium. We can see you through the aquarium. <laughs> Open this aquarium right now. We can clearly it's see a two-sided you. aquarium. We can clearly see you inside. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
We're getting close to funky with space police. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> space police aquarium on the moon has to be like at least you'd put that in the genre of funk, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Like Bill Biv DeVoe would maybe cover uh, space police, right? Did you um <laughs> did you uh did you get in touch with the P Funk people when they were back in town? I did. You did? Yeah. Did they know you? No, it's different people now. Okay. Everybody so. that I knew is dead or in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, how, because they were too fucking dope. They were too dope. Too man. dope. You can't be walking the earth all dope. No, no, not like that. Too dope, too long, son. Stay down. Stay down. His grandson is the production manager. Okay. Who I you like? Was oh 10. shit! I got funky DJ on the line. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was ten the last time I saw him. Okay. Okay. Guys, remember that hat? <laughs> Guys, remember that? He's on the phone. Do you remember that guy that was kind of like a dancing troll doll? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's on the phone. Did that hat guy? <laughs> um, no, I don't remember him. So he ha- <laughs> was too dope. So you got in touch with them? What to, to try to do like a bank episode for Penn Sunday School? Correct. Okay, not like can we hang? Exactly. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys need to dance? I had to work that night anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, like before you ask, no, I can't dance. Exactly. <laughs> I have a gig. <laughs> but, but I was wondering if you want to do a podcast. <laughs> I, I hung up the shoes. <laughs> Do you still have the pants? <laughs> the sprayed pants? I might. What? <laughs> if you have those, that's amazing. You know what you do with those, Ready? You frame them up. I was going to say. And you put a gold record in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you just put that up there. World tour. DJ DB, world tour. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. And then you have a button on it that plays the air horn every time you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a girlfriend that had me throw out most of that stuff, but I might have oh. kept it. Yeah, that's what happens to all of our good clothing. <laughs> Our good clothing. All of our amazing clothes. Right. It's true. They have no sense of history. <laughs> Women. Fashion smashing. This is historic. Yeah. My wardrobe is different eras documented Fing through my stories. The Smithsonian could call any minute. Like, Matt, did you run your own basketball tournament? Yes. This is the t-shirt from that time. <laughs> Where They're is just it? worried that you're going to get some other girl with it. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> they gotta lock that shit down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Those... Now that I'm fucking, you put those overalls away. <laughs> you keep that fucking. Those overalls got me. You keep You're that... not using them to get anybody else. There's you put one... that shit in a lead box because that draws pussy from miles. <laughs> that is a pussy magnetron. There's only one stink going on your hang down. <laughs> it is mine. It is mine. You put those overalls away, <laughs> and then he. He reluctantly slowly takes him off and turns out his legs have those exact same tats. <laughs> his, his all, legs, this, all the cities are, just his legs are tattooed like... exactly like the jeans. Ironically, he did do those himself. <laughs> They're all jail style tats. Yeah. And then it's just, just his DJF on the top of his butt and then <laughs> NKY DJ down his leg. Um, because the butt the butt Axe is a U. U. The butt is a U. Uh, from the side. It's, it's a visual. The, the, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> See what you want to have him do. You want him to turn to the side. Yeah, they say. From, from, yeah, everyone profile. just stay with me. From an angle, a butt crack would make the shape of a U. Sure, sure. You just have to I thought you were talking with... about the underhang of one of the side cheeks. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, no, I think you get if a you just crack go down one leg. Underhang. Okay. If you just go down one leg, the underhanging cheek gives you a U. Okay. All right, you have a very pronounced buttock. Is what is what I've just found out. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I get it. Let's just go to a tattoo parlor and work it out. Let's just get it done. Figure it out. Let's just get it done right. Hey, can you? Can you? Would you? 
looking we're, at my butt. <laughs> we're going to settle a bet. Does this look like a U to you? If you're drawing, you know, okay, go ahead, tat it up, and then we'll see. <laughs> top, not even top 20 weirdest tattoos of any tattoo artist? No. No. Oh, oh, real quick, I just went through this whole thing. Have you guys, I, I drove my wife crazy yesterday. I got on yesterday. this kick of, I know. You right? and me both. Okay. Hey! <laughs> Wait, why are you bothering Paul's wife? <laughs> I, I was bored. Oh, man. Uh, just called in. Just, you the, just hit the DJ button over and over again. <laughs> the, She's like, Jacob, stop calling. Hello? Me. DJ, DJ. <laughs> Don't call me! <laughs> You're going to get me arrested by the dope police. <laughs> I'm tired of answering the phone and overhearing this DJ voice. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! No, but I went, I, I got into this uh, thing, the meme of the uh, I got you fam barber. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's this great set of memes. Go ahead, Scoops. Check it out. It makes me laugh so much. Just look up I got you fam barber. Okay. F-A-M? F-A-M, yeah. Okay. So what it is, is it's, it's a slew of memes where it's people with ridiculous haircuts. Yeah. And it's basically like the barber will say, what, can, what would you like? And they'll do stuff. They'll say stuff like, uh, "I want it to look like my face is in jail." And then they'll say, "I got you, fam." And then the next thing is the picture with like dreadlocks right in front of his eyes, or whatever, or like you know, a, a white guy with corn rolls that are just yeah, like, yeah. "Wait, it's like stupid looking shit." And just <laughs> one guy was like, "What do you need?" He's like, "Just throw the clippers at me, fam." He's like, "I got you." And you look at it, and it just looks like people just attacked his head. It's but I kept saying I got you fam to Anne for like an hour and she was oh. ready to kill me and it was really fun. <laughs> Those were the good days. It was a good morning. We had a good time. Oh, man. We took the dogs to the dog park. So you did that yesterday. You did the Anne voice today. Yeah. Um, I'm Paul winning. sleeping in the toy room tonight. I'm yeah. getting all the credits. Then we sleep in a Moe's bar. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, ready, Rich. We should ask you at least one question since you're here. Um, oh, this is a fun thing. So Is the answer plaid? Yes. <laughs> Great. So I didn't even need to do On it. Thank go. you, Reddy. Good night, Reddy. <laughs> Reddy Rich, everybody. <laughs> he's, he's out. Good. He's Leave out. the microphone yeah. and headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's getting ready to pack up. <laughs> um, oh, good. He left the box, too. The funny thing that happened was that Reddy, Reddy answers all the email for Penn Sunday School. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I definitely think if there was a Patreon system for Penn Sunday School, I believe one of the rewards one of the high rewards should be getting access to Reddy's email breakdown before we record on Sundays the, the sum up <laughs> yeah when he <laughs> summary. Reddy does the summary because he not only summarizes all the emails sent to us but Reddy uh, responds to the majority of the email and mm-hmm. so not only does he document the email that we get in we, doc- we document his responses and then I remember him talking to me I don't give those all to you no, 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 I know. <laughs> I think I think once you give us the responses that are amusing or the ones that like, oh shit. Problematic. Yeah. <laughs> you should know about this in case this becomes a thing. This could be a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. So what's your mentality when you get an email? Go for it. Well, back when the hot sauce craze started, the crazy hot sauces, excuse me. 
I just cleared my throat for you. I don't know why I did I, that. I, yeah, that was <laughs> Dave, really weird. Dave's just, Insanity Sauce, are you familiar with that? Yes, yeah. I am. Um, he was the first one to do that kind of thing. I know this only because my, I had a hot sauce that competed with Dave's Insanity in the 90s. That, Probably uh, Blair's. Blair's, yeah. yeah. Blair made possible side effects hot sauce, and he liked my logo. Our logo, uh, our lawyers that, that, that trademarked our logo trademarked his logos. And he saw my logo at a lawyer's office and was like, I want to make that a hot sauce. And my condition for saying yes was, you make it the hottest sauce available and I'll, and I'll do it. And so briefly, Possible Side Effects Hot Sauce beat Dave's and Sandy's Hot Sauce. Um, uh, is this um, a real story? This is a yeah. real story. Was Bootsy there? And Bootsy Collins was there. <laughs> no, this is true. And the bus stop. No, no, no. Uh, Blair operates out of Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. And uh, and uh, Doug Kadich was our was our lawyer. Doug Kadich was our copyright lawyer. On the school Shout out, Doug Kadich! Just a coincidence is all that. Yeah, total coincidence. And uh, the fun part was just like, I basically was like, can we get a nickel uh, uh, a hot sauce? He was like, no. <laughs> I just was like, no. And so a then nickel a hot sauce. Did he pay you said, for the logo in the first place? He's no. like, I'm a business person, exactly. not a clown. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not giving these college kids, this college comedy group, a, a nickel, thing, a nickel a bottle. A nickel per bottle. And I said, can we sell it on our website? And he said, yes, as long as you just sell it for the same price as as uh, as I do. And then um, we won't charge you. We'll just give you the hot sauces. So we fucking sold so many hot sauces. We made more money. I think we made more money off of Possible Zyvix hot sauce than he did. Nice. Because it was like, oh, oh you, you, got, you, you kept what you sold. Yes. Oh, okay. That's because he was like we're not going to give you a dollar a bottle so we made sure to sell that hot sauce like every fucking place we yeah. could do it because we were so he just... just gave you unlimited free hot sauce yes and you and you just sold okay. yeah as long as we didn't undersell him he didn't care gotcha yeah okay so that was my side story <clears throat> go ahead so you were you were around the hot sauce craze so he had a special brew that he made 500 bottles of every year yeah that was two times five times ten times whatever it was hotter than his regular thing and it was at the time the hottest thing on the market yeah and it came in a coffin yes I remember that, yeah, and yeah. I bought a couple bottles of that oh. and enjoyed the hell out of it. Oh. <laughs> and I wrote him a letter. I wrote, you know, I didn't know he was a real guy at the time. I just thought I was writing a company. Dear Mr. Insanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call him? No, I wrote a letter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that, right? <laughs> Hello, Dave's Insanity. Oh, are you are, are you make hot sauce or are you a DJ? Uh, trust me, I do a lot of stuff, but uh, one of the main DJ. things is being a hot sauce guy. <laughs> Sounds like you're mostly a DJ. Well, I, you know, I, DJ stands for don't joke when it comes to hot sauce. <laughs> Whoa. That ghetto shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- oh, I'm sorry. This is a bad time. This is a bad time. <laughs> You'll never take me alive! Now we're funky. Now we're Unleash back. the hot sauce moat! <laughs> it burns! It burns! Take that, coppers. <laughs> Nothing I like better on my hot sauce than some bacon. <laughs> oh, the last cop got me! <laughs> That'll teach me to taunt the dying police. <laughs> oh. So you wrote. So you, so you after you got off the phone, <laughs> you sent him. A, you sent him a letter. I sent a letter asking for bottles with a dropper in it. Ah, you know how the yeah, sauces have the yeah. little not mm-hmm. an eye dropper, but the little plastic insert in the bottle. Yeah, oh. yeah. So you only get one drop at a time. Ah, yeah. like a Tabasco. Yeah, which is really important when you're dealing with stuff that could yeah. fucking yeah. kill you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm really surprised when you, you get hot sauce that. with a waiver. Yeah, you should maybe have a little dropper. Yeah. And he wrote back. 
and I'm paraphrasing here. I'm sure I don't have the language on this correct. Sure. But it was along the lines of, my pappy always told me droppers are for pussies. I knew it! <laughs> Holy crap! Amazing. So that's what I want out of the consumer relations side of Penn Sunday Schools. <laughs> don't be a pussy. No, no. The uh, short, funny response that acknowledges yeah. the complaint. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the topic or whatever. Yeah. And you do That's this, what I'm trying to do with, with Penn's email. And you do this often. I should say Penn Sunday School email. I don't Penn know. Sunday School. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Penn's actual email. Glenn, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Glenn, <laughs> Glenn TV shows are for pussies. <laughs> uh, no, Penn Sunday School email. Yeah, yeah. Which is Penn Sunday at Gmail, yeah? Questionpen at Gmail. Questionpen at Gmail.com. Questionpen at Gmail.com. Um, and then once, every once in a while... I have to think about that because I had another one for the radio show. Right. And it sometimes is stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you still listen to all of his radio shows? Or did you finish that project? I listened to them uh, last year. There was one point where I was worried about you. You were listening to Penn Sunday School, uh, Penn's old radio show, constantly while working on Penn Sunday School and editing his uh, the video for Penn Sunday School. Uh, no, it was Roush's fuck. <laughs> I'm the Inquisitor. No, I should take that back. It was Roush's fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You got you to gotta put in the right thing. That's so, still not right either. It's not Roush or his book that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's Penn's ability to say big words that are in Roush's book that's the problem. It was well. Do you know that story, Penn? Here's here's what I do know. I, I know this story. We had we had Jonathan Roush on the program. He wrote the book Kindly Inquisitors. Yes. Fascinating guest. Did not have an audio version of his book, and Penn offered on air. To do the audio f- version of his book for free. Right. Which also meant you had to do his book for free. Uh, not exactly. Okay. Less my, free. My fr- I, I offered free after the fact. Okay. You you just hopped in. Yeah. Okay. Thinking that would not be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Thinking you just got a couple of hours of a little bit of editing here and there and, and no big deal. Yeah. No good deed. You had done other audio books with Penn. Yes. And they were... And you but, they had been, went, but they had been his books. Yes. Okay. So go on. So there's two problems here. One is that uh, Jonathan Roush uses a lot of big words and foreign language words. There's a, in, in Kindly Inquisitors, they reference a lot of people from a lot of countries all across the world. Okay. And finding out how to pronounce those names, a little tricky. Right. Just, just, just not even just getting it right, but having the authority to know what's right. Correct. Got it. And then... While we were working on the project, Penn loses 105 pounds. <laughs> so his voice changed significantly mid-book. So we're done with the book and we're doing all the pickups like we normally do to fix all the broken stuff. And I can't use any of it. Because <laughs> he sounds completely different. Yes. He's now a new person and it just doesn't work. Oh. So I made a phonetic library of fat pen, like Siri. This is this is the part that Reddy and I have talked about before. Are you kidding me? That makes me you. just want to leave the room. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It just makes me want to go like, well, fuck, like, done. Like how many times it crossed your mind to compose the email to Jonathan Roush that goes, sorry, not going to happen. <laughs> this was the year that, you know, he lost the weight and then he went to Broadway. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there were already complications with timing mm. yeah. from Penn and Glenn's side. Yep. 
Just even, I mean, just getting Penn Sunday School recorded was hard at that yeah. time. Yeah. So just getting it done at all. Yeah. Was problematic. And then we've got my spectrum shit where I have to do it right. Right. Piled on top of that. Yeah. So it was. At what point did you inform Jonathan that you were on the spectrum? I never did. Okay. Now, ready. <laughs> you have now this collection of phonetic pen. Phonetic fat pen. Right. But you have this. <laughs> I do. You've got I see it. where you're going with this, but you see the problem already. Well, <laughs> sort of, but you you got to be able I to market this. I can tell you this. this. Paul does not see this as a problem. No, you can market this to some uh, direction guide thing, right? Like when you bring up your... You want your GPS yeah, by Fat Pen GPS? Yeah, Fat Pen GPS. Okay. <laughs> this is not the direction I thought you were going. Well, what did you think he was going? That's Blackmail. The, what? what? Blackmail. That's, no, oh, well, yeah, I was no. I was on the page with Reddy. See, no, I think well, the, when I think direction, I think directions. <laughs> That's the direction I'm going. <laughs> I just think it'd be good to compose like as many answers as possible as Fat Pen and conduct interviews with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like even for Penn Sunday School, it'd be fun to have Skinny Pen interview Fat Pen. Yep, that just make a lot of work for you. I'm just thinking about another year <laughs> with no pay. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a pen soundboard, so it yeah. doesn't it doesn't automatically translate dialogue or words. I'm watching. Just, two, no, I did no. it by hand. Oh, I'm, for fuck's sake! And I'm, yeah, watch, yeah. I'm watching two audio guys listen to Paul's question. <laughs> like, not only was ready looking at you, but Jacob's looking at you like you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't author Siri. I just made a bank of sounds. Holy yeah, yeah. Crap. Jigsaw puzzle things together. Sorry, I didn't Holy realize crap. that you, you did not realize how difficult this was. <laughs> oh, I I did, but I also thought surely there's a workaround somewhere in the middle. Once you get the sounds and you plug it into some other thing that takes those sounds and does like a. Uh, Dragon voice or whatever they call it. Every that. time you say the word thing, you should think person. Right. <laughs> I should. I should. That's, that's basically the, that's basically everyone's problem around audio and visual guys. Well, and all you, and all you need to think about to to realize why that has not happened is why there aren't like eighteen hundred different companies that work exactly like Siri. Right. Like as soon as the, as soon as you realize, like, oh, that's really fucking hard to do. And that's why there are like two of them. There's Siri and there's the Google version of Siri. Did you yeah. see that shit with the Echo? Amazon Echo or whatever. With the, oh, little, with the little baby where he's like up just porn. pouring up porn. Hilarious. Yeah. He's trying to get it to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and he talks like a little baby, and he's all bingo bingo bingo, and it's like dildos, ladies fucking with dildos, <laughs> dildos eating the ladies, ladies pussy vagina whore, and, and the parents are like, oh no. And the little boy's like, he looks like he killed somebody. He's like, what do I do? <laughs> is it the kind of thing where, is it tailored to the person? Because you remember... There's every, part every, of that too. People started making fun of autocorrect until everyone started realizing that autocorrect goes towards your your standards. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the publishing of autocorrect mistakes lessened. Mm-hmm. Because everyone realized that they're adding their own perverse proclivities. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm curious if that family is when the baby goes to bed, have an echo just make a fucking fuck fest. Well, he just had a, he, has, he has like a speech thing going. He got like baby talk. He's all, pay dinko dinko. It's like, no, it's called twinkle twinkle. Use your T's. But pay big P. But he's like right up on top of it. Pay pickle pickle. And it's like. Loading spray party one through four. <laughs> oh God, not four again. <laughs> no, you know what? Let's go ahead and let four play. And I remember foreplay. Nailed it. Oh, oh good night. Best joke ever made. <laughs> Best joke ever made. Jesus God. Oy. We retire. It's um, that new Jack Funk joke. But I remember after um Reddy had uh, asked me, he's like, after the election, did you feel like your 
your listener mail is getting a little more aggressive or angry. <laughs> and I said, buddy, you and I, we get very different emails. <laughs> I was going to say. It's like Ice Cream Social Pendant Sunday School get very different Very email. different, yeah. But I was realizing. But we also don't dance on that topic all day long. No, no, no. But we, we had an uptick of serious emails. Yes, we did. We sure. had an uptick of serious emails, but they were not aggressive. No. no. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on this? But we always have atheists yeah. and skeptics. Yeah. And the overlap there on the uh, Venn diagram yeah. is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, skeptics and atheists, but you aren't listening to the show anyway, so fuck you. <laughs> uh, there's two, and they'll, they'll, they'll take you down on Reddit only. Um, just so you, just so I'm you know not on Reddit, works. so I'm okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that's... that's all, I'll never see all, it. All those people take us down on Reddit. Uh, um... <laughs> uh, it is it is interesting because my my introduction to skeptic athe- skepticism atheism and libertarianism. I was going to say and, and you, it, you have to throw the libertarian in a, on the third Venn diagram there. Well, that's the thing is on a deep level is all through Penn, and so what you think is that that is an archetype, and what you what you realize over time is that it's not. There are plenty of libertarians who don't dabble in either. Plenty of atheists who don't dabble in either. Uh, plenty of skeptics who don't dabble in either. But there are those eight people that do all three. Yeah, and that's it. And and and, and those three, very How much. How many skeptics aren't atheists though? That's got to be a hard. Fit. That's true. That's, that's going to be a tough fit. That's a tougher one. Yeah. But still, that, that exists. But I feel you. There's well, spiritual. Hal was president of uh, JREF. Oh yeah, for years. Right. How Bidlack? I don't know. A spiritual and, guy. And he's Christian. Right. Um, I think there's there's definitely you know when you get a conspiracy. Theory stuff. I think even if you're religious, I think you don't want conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah, out there. yeah. But uh, regardless, well, we... the the window there for what you're talking about is libertarianism, right? Because atheists and skeptics both tend to be pretty hard left. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore, Penn pisses off those people. But if you're looking through the window of libertarianism, you only get yeah. And then <clears throat> Penn Penn is a pundit. You know whether he whether he likes that or not. Mm-hmm. People expect him to be a an actual pundit for sure. all three for all three and so but the most passionate email doesn't come from people who disagree with them the most passionate people come from those eight people who are all three who hate how he's representing all three and right he's crossed one of the lines yeah it's just yeah like that whatever that highway whatever the, whatever those lanes are that, that gets you down that all three in one thing if he misrepresents that perspective that's when we get the most fiery emails mm. And uh, and I laugh because we uh, represent none of that here. <laughs> so, no. so when Reddy is like, have you noticed the email getting more aggressive? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. Not in the least. No. And just to be clear, it was regardless of topic. No, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't. It was just people were just pissed heading into the election. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was generally angry. There wasn't an incident on air. Fucking Andy Williams. <laughs> that could have been a topic that somebody was really angry about. Yeah, and they're yeah. really angry about Trump. Yeah. They were taking, yeah, they were taking all their anger out about Trump on anything that we talked about. Yeah, uh, and then I also we made the important distinction I, didn't, I never processed until uh, this conversation, which was that um, our emails are, are about uh, them and not us. Penn Sunday School emails are about us, and all the emails that come in for us aren't about us. They're that about, is true. They're about themselves. Mm-hmm. So they weren't going to write in and take themselves down the peg. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Makes no sense. And after the election. And that's where I realized that... We, I would like to read that email, though. That's, that's where I realized that we truly do... If, if I wish I could take credit for it, it is the smartest thing any podcast could do. 
is make them write in about themselves and not you would be would be the number one advice I would give to anyone starting a podcast. It is a real, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. They talk about us on like a, a, on social media. Yeah, that, that's where they, they they discuss us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, we don't get those emails so, so much. <laughs> no, no. Um, where so here's my appeal to this audience since okay you all exist because of my audience. That's true. This is true. Can you please write me? <laughs> Question pen at gmail.com. Gmail right, we're sweet preaching love. Just, you know, we need some sweet letters for ready. That. Yeah. <laughs> preaching love, too high a bar. Preaching fun, much easier to deliver. Yeah. Yep. Much easier to defend. <laughs> ready. Preaching fun. I have a suggestion ready. Yes. Before you start your next letter segment, just tune into a little 1 800 DJ action. <laughs> funky 1-800 DJ. 1 800 funky DJ. Yeah. This is, a, this, is, this is the opening to your next letter segment. <laughs> People will start to get the hint. DJ. Oh, this is a place for fun. Yeah. DJ. Okay. This is a place where I can talk about fun stuff. Oh, I can talk about space aquariums. You can actually just do an audio equipment and be like, and then hit, go hit it. DJ. Penn already addressed DJ. this in his book. <laughs> I do a lot of that. <laughs> well, if you did it with this underneath, hello. Just check out it's January, so I know a lot of. Just check out Doctor Furman. <laughs> he breaks down why the diet works. Oh shit! Shit! Oh no! The Beef Council. <laughs> We're the Beef Council. God damn it! You Open missed the what the January complaint is. Uh, oh, what's the big January? I thought it was all gonna be about the diet. The Christmas episode. Oh. Have you already gotten complaints about the Christmas yeah. episode? What was the Christmas episode? So that it was called the Christmas episode? That it's the Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that it's even just called a Christmas episode. <laughs> Zing. That didn't even occur to... I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I, I saw it on my list. The, it's a the fun Christmas episode. episode. I told these guys that it was the most... It was the most... Uh, it was the most ice cream social me I've ever been on Penn Sunday School yeah. was the Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we had nothing. Yeah. We had nothing to talk about, and Penn wasn't enthused to do a Christmas episode, which just right. happened to me. We knew it was rare that we were going to be putting in an actual episode on December 25th. Sunday, December 25th. Oh, right. Because it's probably that the it only one. Out. Yeah. And so we were, we, we, and we were recording ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And then the answer was we sat down to record not only that, that and the New Year's episode in one late night recording, which we also never do. Yeah. And he said, and Penn sat down and said, Well, we got to record two episodes. I got nothing. You guys got anything? And I said, Tons. Sure. <laughs> and then we hit record. So those those episodes are the result of that. And he started with a great runner that <laughs> lasted through both episodes. <laughs> I forget the guy's name now. Andy Williams. Andy Williams. Yeah, we fucking hated Andy Williams. <laughs> the celebrity? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For, for pre-recording his Christmas special. <laughs> for pre-recording his Christmas specials in June. <laughs> great. We fucking hated him. Just beat the hell out of him. So you hated him for doing the thing that you were currently doing. <laughs> well, that that was obviously that was good, that was that was good. where it, that was where it, that was where it boiled down to. I like Did it. anyone actually write in on Andy Williams' defense or no? No. Good. I'm glad that our listeners are that smart. I, but I, I got a couple were. of shouldn't it be the winter solstice episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. To which I responded, "That was the 21st. This was the 25th. Fuck you. <laughs> All of it." All of it. Uh, Atheist, can't we can't we at least acknowledge that there is a holiday on December twenty fifth <laughs> called Christmas? Is it really that bad that we acknowledge the day is, exists? Well, the These... whole thing is there's no war on Christmas except in our email. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
true. The easiest defense on the war on Christmas is there, there is no war on Christmas behind the scenes. There's, there's a, a fucking war. war. <laughs> Fortunately, none of those people read Reddy's email. Yeah, it's about it's like, don't you know? Don't you know how to passively deny while actively pursuing <laughs> dismantling Christmas at its very core? <laughs> the first weapon of the war on Christmas is secrecy. <laughs> Do not talk about the war on Christmas. Do not. Do not. Um, how many now how many years have you been the man of Penn Sunday School? All of them. I know all, all of, of them. the years. All of the years. Do you know how many that is? Coming up on February yeah. the 16th is five years. Okay. Okay. And we have an episode on that day. So That's exciting. Um, are you, like, because you're a sound man about town, do you, how often do you encounter people? Do you talk about Penn Sunday School? Like, how much is your... How much is your professional resume in your head, Penn Sunday School? Um, is that hard to wow, answer? Wow, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, because that's what I'm curious about. Like, you're, you're a mysterious man about Penn Sunday School, right? You definitely fucking keep the ship. The, there would be no Penn Sunday School without you or someone else, I think, even in that position. As, as righted as the ship it stays, it is, it is ready who keeps it there. No, because here's the thing, and I'll say this for you, which is that like Penn is a uh, professional magician and entertainer. He is a television star. He is a best-selling author. He is a pundit. These are all true things. And No, I'm listing them in order. And he is a podcaster. And so Reddy's most difficult thing is that the you know, all, all the things that we've done on Ice Cream Social came from Paul and I sitting down and talking to Reddy Rich for weeks at a time. Like, Reddy understands the podcast world. Uh, he knew it so much better than we did. Mm-hmm. And so he knows what he has to deliver in the podcast space. And... He has to do this with the fifth-ranking occupation that Penn has and do it through his management, right? Yes. So that's fair to say. Am I putting you in a hole here? Am I making you uncomfortable? I think we could get around the... Me too. The genesis story of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Penn had a recording studio yeah. built in his house yeah. for a radio show right? that he quit doing after a year. Right. And the gear was just sitting there. Yeah. And... He knew that I was a broadcast engineer mm-hmm. by trade, yeah. and then I knew how all that stuff worked. And he came to me, DJ. and I was already a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to push that button. And he came to me and said, I'm interested in this podcast thing. Can we do this with the gear that's sitting here without having to spend a dime? And I said, yes. Do you know the answer to that question at the time? Yes, because I'm already... I was already a podcast fan. Okay. And I already knew the gear that was in there. Okay. And so I knew in my head the pieces that would need to fall to, together to make that work. Sure. Right. Uh, so I guess the point of the Genesis story is it wasn't a, a thing for money. Oh, no. No, I know that. <clears throat> I know that as I cough on myself. Um, so when we started it, it was just like a, like a block party. Yeah. You know, can we do this? Let's give this a try. See what happens. Right. And it was very successful right off the bat. Yeah. Which was, was that crazy to you? Um, no, because the other, oh, we're going to get into this thing with the radio shit first. Okay. Uh, uh, NPR has the top rated podcasts. Yes. Every week. Yes. And that's bullshit. <laughs> you hate that. Yeah. Because <laughs> NPR is doing radio shows. They've already got all the money that they're yeah. sinking into that. Yeah. They're producing these shows. They aren't making podcasts. They're just taking them and posting them on podcast media. And dominating all the charts unfairly. Yeah. Right. Yes. But I remember when I, when I first was a podcast subscriber, the first ones I subscribed to were NPR podcasts, and I talked about that on air, and you took me to task, and like, stop talking about radio shows as podcasts. Yeah. 
<laughs> fair point. So when you look past so you that, must enjoy my current opinion of Radiolab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Oh man, they're texting me. I'm still on the text list for like <laughs> end of the year. And I was like, make some fucking episodes and all doing is sending back to the text messages shit about that. They go, I go, I tell you what, the last one I wrote was, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a dollar an episode. So in 2016, I owe you a dollar 50. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the more perfect rerun is, is a, a yeah, that's, yeah. The 50. that's a half an episode. Yeah, yeah. What are you paying for car talk? <laughs> Nothing for card talk. <laughs> Those guys are dead, right? Yeah, they're dead. One yeah, of yeah, them yeah. is. One, right. of them, one of them's dead. But yeah. they're still making the shows, right? No, they're, they're just rerunning just re-running them, right? On the, on no, the no. There's there's an yes. editor that's going through their whole library and is piecing up. together shows, new stuff, one piece at a time. Gross. Yeah. It's so to generate new shows. That's the guy you got to give the fat pen stuff yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can make fat pen podcasts. It's true. If we had a spinoff fat pen podcast. <laughs> that would be huge. You get one a year. Goodbye, it would be huge. Good, goodbye, this American life. Um, <laughs> but, but when you look below those on the charts, yes, none of the people that were big, yeah, in podcasting were as big as Penn already was. Right, 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 right. So that didn't hit me as a surprise at all. Okay, so I think I told him before we started that we would be doing Joe Rogan numbers right away. Right, right, right. Because we're right at that level. Yeah. Uh, and you were accurate. Um, I was accurate then. I think Joe's gotten more now. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he puts out more, and that's what we—that's what we learned from you with Ice Cream Social. But like, if we want to hit the ground running, we should be providing more content, meaty, uh, the, off the bat than than not, mm-hmm. just to let people know we mean it. And he's also doing three hours an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these days, people are going to realize we mean it. <laughs> Even though you dream of quitting, <laughs> I don't dream of quitting. Well, you jokingly, oh, I jokingly dream yeah. of quitting. Yeah, oh yeah. Again, this is exactly what I was talking about early in the episode. <laughs> made a joke about joking about quitting. And I fucking forgot it. All and right. I called it back. Can my you brain it? is mush. DJ. Yep. I might be misremembering. I might have said Marin instead of Rogan. Oh, okay. That's either way. That's I understand that. But you say Marin, I you say do, Rogan. But you do so much. <laughs> for I was sure sh- hoping he could develop. They're that. clearly that phonetically doing? different. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same person at all. <laughs> you smoke weed. I'm a curmudgeon. <laughs> you Smoker, enjoy curmudgeon. art. <laughs> I like cars. Art. Cars, Cars. smoking, curmudgeon, clearly, completely different things. (laughs) You love hats. I like a good walk. Days are nice. You enjoy jelly. Days, jelly, walks, hats, absolutely different things. Not even opposite. No, not at all. You used to believe conspiracies. Now you don't believe conspiracies. I don't have time for that. I'm doing this other thing. Opinion change. Other thing. Opinion change. Other thing. One of these things is a thing. Anyhow. Legalize it. Lock the gates. There it is. Right, those are there's the difference between Marin and Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, do you still listen to a lot of podcasts? Uh, I do yours. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> that's only to keep a bit going. That's, right, that's still ready, performance art for you. Ready, do you do it on like five times speed? No. No. Okay. Ten you, times. <laughs> Ten times. Are you I, kidding me? I edit at 2x, at 1.8. Okay. Okay. But I listen to everything at regular speed. Okay. What are, the, what are, you, what are, you, what are you listening to now? Uh, a lot of NPR. Oh, K240s. Oh. <laughs> headphone uh, joke with the visual punchline. Got it. Um, Nailed it. <laughs> all right. Now, we set that up earlier in the I show. I know. We did. We did. Okay. We did. I still have to be. I took too long on it. It was, it was, it was still at my expense, so I have to still be a dick about it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I, I listen to yours. Yeah. I listen to mine twice. Yeah. Because I have to. Yes. I listen to Burr. Yeah. I should probably listen to him twice because he's good. He is good. Yeah. And he's, I because I'll take breaks from him and go back to him. And every time I was like, why do I do that? He's really so good at this. He really is so good at podcasting. And he really is, every time I think he's not going to crack me up, at least once an episode he has me in tears. I, and he's alone. And he's alone. He's fucking alone. Wow. I think, I mean, I dream of that. I mean, I certainly dream of Paul's death. And if I had to do it alone. <laughs> But when I hear when I hear him, I'm like, no way! I gotta gotta make sure Paul check, checks out a diet in 2017. Not this year, next year. I don't I don't know how many passes we got left there, Paul. I know. Well, I can't. I know. What are you 62 now? No, it's the the only my only my only holdback is the gig. But I guess I'll have to just forego that. Yeah. Did you go? You went back to the slammer. And over? on on top of that, yeah. he's writing new material all yeah. the time. Yeah, and he's not burning it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that possible? He also talks about stand up in a way by himself that's okay to listen to, which I think is impossible. He talks about a gig he just did uh-huh. and what he did and didn't do, and it's interesting. He's able to analyze it somewhat objectively he's, and talk about it in a way that's listenable. Wow! To the person who's you know the person who's listening to the podcast. Like when you hear anyone inside baseball talk, especially stand-ups talk inside baseball, if you're not a stand-up comedian, it's just the most boring, gross conversation ever. But he knows how to do it in a way that I think is like beautiful. He's, he's, he's. A, I think it's like what's fascinating for me about Bill Burr is he is way smarter than he gives himself authentically credit for. He doesn't pretend to be a dumbass. He really does think he is a dumbass, and he really is like a, a genius when it comes to like writing a stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it so fascinating to listen to. He really doesn't get it. He doesn't pretend to not get it. It's not false humility. It's authentic. And that's what I like listening to yeah. about him. Um, and then I listen to uh, Doug Loves Movies. It's the other one. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. Which is the opposite side of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, but still, that, 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 that's, that's still good goofball. So we're in that. That is where I think Ice Cream Social's wheelhouse is in the same place. We are nonsense for people. We're clock out material. Whereas Pence Sunday School is like, let me think about the week. It could be thinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And more just, <clears throat> Pence Sunday School really happens in the present. That's when people talk about like, I'm catching up on Pence Sunday School. I'm trying to grind up. I'm always like, I feel like we're so contemporary. I feel like we're. I feel like each episode is of its time. I don't know if it's the kind that you just want to catch up in as a story in order. But I always kind of like listening to shows like that though. Oh, okay. When, when they when they are contemporary and that I go back and like because I'll get uh, you know a few episodes behind on Penn Sunday School. Yeah. And I'll usually go back through and, and catch up. Yeah. And uh, and I kind of like it because I I go back to that week 
And I kind of remember, oh, that, all right, that was going on that week. And there was this thing, and there was this thing. And, oh, hey, that's changed. So, Oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's true. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do kind of like that. Yeah. I'm with Matt on this. Yeah. It's a lot easier for me to listen to Penn's radio show again yeah. than it is to listen to the podcast again. When I, I hear <laughs> when I hear a news-filled podcast from a long time ago, it just fills me with existential dread about, <laughs> about the lack of importance of anything because in the moment things are important yes but then you think today does any of this matter no that's actually like i would say my big like this is my biggest disappointment of donald trump getting elected Mm. is that i was so looking forward to the president becoming unimportant again Mm. more than anything else Mm -hmm. i really wanted just let it fall i thought if hillary clinton got elected it just would have gone had two years it would have gone back to to regular political mumbo jumbo yeah and not World mistake, catastrophic mistake, mumbo yeah. jumbo. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. I think it can still go back to. The man's going to get Americans killed by tweeting. I don't think that's going to be normal. Maybe. I think we're no. I think I don't. I think passivity is. I think we're about to. I think we're about to enter a very active political time. I I agree. I, I absolutely agree with yeah. that statement. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know about killed with tweeting, but certainly very active political time. Uh, I mean, just the, the nuclear arms. Tweets? No, I, I don't think I don't think that it's impossible that he'll get people killed with tweeting. <laughs> mm. I don't think that's I don't think that's impossible. I just don't think that that's an absolute. I do think it is an absolute that that this is about to be very very active. Yeah, I think mm. we're going to see a lot more active. You Grump. wanted Cecil the Lion, and you got Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 Harambe's not going anywhere. Right. And Cecil came and went. Yeah. 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 Uh, totally. Um, uh, I'm just looking over my notes because we, we've been going for a while here. Yeah, How are we doing on time. Do we have to go to break? <laughs> you went to. Uh, we're actually going on break. We, we are. Yeah, because we're doing the two episodes starting oh. this week. Yes. So we'll be doing a pee break in between. Oh, that's exciting. I didn't think about the uh, the in episode pee break. It's gonna be. It's a big. It's a big upgrade for us over at Ben Sunday Land. That's all I got. Go back to your notes. <laughs> you went to just sl- on for you to get through. You your went notes. to the slammer. I did. And you saw it's, it's the, for, for New Year's. For New Year's. My thought was there wasn't going to be security there because it was going to be a holiday. <laughs> you and, that I couldn't you pop- and those guys that robbed the bank, you, you and the guys that robbed that jewelry store in uh, Midtown Manhattan. You hear about that? <laughs> yes. Guys made up with six million jewels. are like, cops are busy. I was like, <laughs> why the fuck isn't the jewelry store mobbed every, uh, robbed every New right. Year's Eve? Uh, so I yeah. couldn't possibly get trespassed or arrested. Sure. That was my thought. So no pants then. Then I got there and it was cold. So I did have pants. (laughs) Were they the spray painted overall pants? (laughs) Sorry, Funky DJ. We're closed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You that Funky DJ? Come on in, man. Come on in, man. (laughs) It's New Year's. Let's have a party. Um, So what I discovered is there will never be anybody there to trespass me because it's all just completely gone. It's just gone. Yeah. Mm. Uh, How did you feel? Um, it was strange, but probably not what you're looking for here. No, no, no. I, I, for you, I'd never get. What I, I kind of, at a surface level, understood yeah. what bulldozers do, but I didn't really think about how it works in practice. Sure. And so you could find your way around the house, still. Oh, okay. Even though there's nothing there. Oh, you like the map? Because the house was so colorful. Oh, right. Oh, interesting. The little bits of color are still where they belong. Oh, hmm. interesting. No, I, I would imagine you would get something completely different than me, which is why I'm, I'm actually authentically curious to ask you. 
Or is my answer just be sad, sad, it's sad. Because <laughs> that's why I haven't gone yet. I won't go over there. But uh, uh, Well, they have a new one. The new house. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's so fascinating because I, I just, I do not attach, I, I don't attach this kind of thing to, to locations. Here's I don't the, attach these no, feelings to locations. Here's what I'm, here's, here's I'm going to argue with you before you finish your sentence. Um, nope, sentence done. I, I Damn it. you did finish your sentence. Uh, I, was, I started before you finished. Um, <laughs> I'm done. Can we play the tape back? Uh, I'm willing to, I'm going to get a lawyer, I'm going to lawyer up if we guys are going to play this song. Um, the Slammer itself is not, not just regular buildings, but the Slammer itself was a uh, DJ. DJ. It was a DJ. <laughs> it was a DJ. <laughs> the, the, DJ Slammer. Yeah, it, it had meaning. It, it, oh, it did. It was a physical, it wasn't, it wasn't just like it housed uh, emotional meaning. It itself was a testament to Penn's personality at different eras of his life. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. There's different things added on in, in different phases of his life that all said very specific things about him. Right, and then being around it was always such a fascinating kind of um, uh, reminder of those things, and uh, he had no input on the not not no he put no major pen stamp input on his new fancy house. Correct. Yeah, and so while well, he he's has got his office, but... he has his office, which is crazy and fun, and and that's where he like he he he, he composited. He put a little pocket of his crazy there. And the rest of it's just a beautiful, fucking, crazy, amazing house. But I, it's not. It's not. A, it's not a giant cartoon it's not wacky. prison. Yeah, yeah. It's not wacky. that the slammer was. And so, uh, and also there was a Pee Wee's Playhouse vibe. Yeah, and then to Jacob's point, which is that I do what probably you don't do, which is like I definitely remember like the arc of my existence in Penn's world is very much marked in rooms of that house. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I started as a hanger on, and then an intern, you know. And so, like, I remember the specific moments uh, that started with, I think he wanted me dead, or at least not in this house. And uh, to the first times I made him laugh at movie night and so forth and go on from there. So, like, they had that all gone. It's just tough. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, did you want to talk about the Perry's? I should have had all these words in my head before I started. <laughs> before the sentence came out? Never stopped us. Perry's theory? <laughs> About What's, me and the slammer? No. <laughs> Have you talked about that? On? I don't remember. No, no, no. no, no I have not. With the Munchausens by proxy, technological Munchausens by oh, proxy. Oh, I've never discussed this on air. No. <laughs> uh, but anytime Reddy would not at, at, uh, attend movie night, something went wrong with <laughs> our ability to play movies at the yeah. slammer. And then Reddy would be called in the middle of the night uh, to come from wherever he was to Penn's house at like 1 a.m. to fix stuff. Hilarious. And Perry's theory was that Reddy did this on purpose. <laughs> so he could get invited. <laughs> so, so he'd be needed. For attention. For attention. He'd be needed. Yeah. At every, at every, at every moment. <laughs> so you kept the slammer sick. You kept the slammer sick so that you could make it whole. I believe it. Uh, you did end up becoming like default archivist of the slammer. Like all the stuff left behind that wasn't needed specifically for family members to function in their new house. A lot of stuff was left and dragged over. Piece My house piece. is a mess. I look like a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling off all the electronics still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the archive stuff. You've come across some valuable shit that he forgot he had. I'm not sure what you're talking about. You found like albums. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you found like you found like autographed albums or like rare like 
pieces that he had from like New York. And well, stuff. he had me looking for those. Oh, okay. So he hadn't forgotten any of it. Oh, okay. It was just that he couldn't find it. During he didn't the know where it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he'd be, he'd be like, I can't find it. And he would describe this item and you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you own that? You know, he's had a very, his whole very fascinating life. And so. And it would all just be buried in stuff that was going to get thrown out. That's crazy. There's a catch to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or somebody would have taken it during the yeah. garage sale. That yeah. was the crazy thing for me is because I had friends that would like send me an email or call me up and be like, hey, I'm going over to uh, the Slammer this afternoon to go pick up a dishwasher. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and why are you telling me this? Well, the whole uh, the set of uh, Penn Sunday School for the uh, Scoop Fest was his kitchen. It was like everything taken out of his kitchen oh, yeah. and reassembled for for the for the for the uh, live podcast. Mm-hmm. And lastly, ready, you're upset that I didn't take Paul to task over his opinion on Star Wars. Are we lastly already? Well, we're, we're pretty lastly. Into, we're an hour and a half in, and we still haven't done any scoop mail or jog versions. I was just yeah. about oh. to go pee, and now you're going to bring this up? Yeah. Oh, boy. Because I have pins to unpull still. Oh, really? Yeah. You got more? Which is, is a two-parter? Um, Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah. All right. We never, we never did answer that question from an hour and a half ago. I think it's probably time that we stop pretending that tracks aren't the standard for live broadcast festival television. I agree with yes. you. Yes. I agree with you. If you're going to sing outdoors and you're going to sing in the winter, yeah. you're going to sing to track. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. Well, and and honestly, listening to or, or you know watching the little video of it, I was really surprised that there was not more tracks than there than there were than there, than there were shown to be. Right. Yeah. I yeah. was I was very surprised at, at how little tracks there were. Yeah, I'm I'm I agree with you there. I'm I think it's so dumb. Yeah. Cuz you want you know, prime awesome sounding Mariah Carey for your New Year's event. We had the same thing, different, related topic, but different with Millie Vanilli. Yeah. You know, we had been producing song, pop songs from other bands. Paul's out of here. I have to okay, be. he has to be. I'll be right back. We've been, we, you know, we saw the, docu- the Working Through documentary. Yeah, right, right. You know, that was going on in the 50s and 60s. Right. Oh, right. And yeah, Millie yeah. Vanilli was not new. Yeah. Sure. So the anger that they got Dumb. It doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, yeah. And now we're doing. We're just doing the same. It's e outrage. Yeah. For Mariah. Right. Yeah. Or whoever it is, because it happens all the time. Right. Ashley Simpson on yeah. SNL a couple of years back. Right. 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 Well, the so, Ashley Simpson thing was only. I I feel like the, the only reason that the Ashley Simpson thing was such a big deal was because of that dance she did while it was happening. You remember <laughs> no, that weird, it was, like it was the ju- that weird hoedown dance she did like while the while the track was playing while the wrong track was playing. How would you handle it? I would do a hoedown. Dance. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Somebody made a mistake. It wasn't her. Yeah. Sorry. And it was live. Yeah. That's going to happen. But right. As a, you know, from a broadcasting standpoint, I am not going to let you do the show without tracks. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I have to set up that day and be out that day. Yeah. I don't have time for your track. Well, that's a couple days before, but yeah, still. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing with the Super Bowl now. I mean, the Super Bowl halftime show is so heavily tracked now. I think the last I think the last band that did the Super Bowl without uh, major tracks was The Who. Uh, like, that right. was quite a few years ago. But yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl finally stopped. They finally got tired of saying like, hey, our halftime show every year sounds like ass. Right. We have these we have these giant bands. We have Aerosmith. We have The Who. We have all these giant bands that are coming up and playing our halftime show. And every year it sounds terrible. We should do something about this. And uh, and, and the something to do about it is put tracks on. Or now, with, have a dance crew come in. Or have a dance crew. <laughs> Why do we always have that? With Mariah Carey, Why though. Why can't with, we have ballet come let's in? Let's have a DJ that. off. <laughs> no. DJ, DJ, DJ. I hit the button first. I win. <laughs> then you, you know... 
it's a track because it's a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's still doing his artistry. Yeah. But it's a track. I, st- I still want it. Every year for the Super Bowl, I just want it to be college marching bands. That would be. I'm such. Fun. A, I'm such an old school guy with with the halftime shows. Uh, college band is fine. Yep. First ever uh, Super Bowl one Grambling State University marching band. It's good enough for Super Bowl one. It's good enough for Super Bowl fifty. I was wondering. I can't believe we went this long without a fact. I would care absolutely nothing about. about but yeah, we made it. Pin number two. <laughs> okay, pin two. Yeah, uh, P Funk. Yeah. The window that I had between Penn and I was yeah. noon to six. Okay. And their load in was at one, and their sound check was at four. Okay. Which and unlike mean, Mariah Carey, they go to their sound check. <laughs> the band goes. <laughs> sure. George doesn't. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. But I... George barely goes to the show. You can't do a podcast with George. You can't do an interview with George without a band member there. Because George probably isn't going to show up uh, without the band member there. Okay. okay. Got it. And so it didn't work out. So that left my window from noon to one. And I knew George wouldn't wake up before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh I guess pin number three is Star Wars, right? Yeah, I brought up at the beginning of the show. I should, we should, we should talk about it. Let's close it out. Uh, you know, the thought was we were going to gang up on you on Rogue One. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I didn't really leave myself enough time for that. Okay. Uh, Paul, Paul has no shame in the fact that, I mean, so many scoops have written and, and said that they, <clears throat> they are against Paul on this. Paul, I believe, has no problem with oh, wait, that at is, all. Is this in scoop mail already? No, 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 no. Just, just, just. We could hit it there if you want. No, oh, people, have, people have sent us tweets and and Facebook messages. And there all, and there all are plenty kind of, of Star Wars fans who are happy with Rogue One. Yes, I've gotten supporters though too. It's this, not, no, it's no, not no, just it's gone one way. No, no, no. What Reddy yeah. and I, what Reddy, why he was mad at me because uh, I hit on the point but didn't finish of, which is that like you talked about how they changed the definition or the use of the Force in this latest trilogy in a way that you don't like, right? And somewhat, and it's. Chance, like again, it's like it's it's the it's. I always laugh at Star Wars fans is that the, the, that like things I liked in my childhood have to still dazzle me now, <laughs> right, right? Or still, and uh, and we, we our hypothesis and forgive me, I'm gonna say it's our mutual hypothesis is the Force was just as bullshitty then, <laughs> but you were a child. It was so it, they haven't made it more bullshit. No, and this is exactly what Commander K Kirsten, my buddy on Geek Shock. Yep, he brought up an article. He I didn't have the article, but there was an article from. Vanity Fair or Esquire, I can't remember what it was, but the author was talking, this was an article from when Empire came out, uh-huh. and his criticisms were precisely the same. Of, <laughs> yeah, that was what a bunch of, I was going. What a bunch yeah. of hokey malokey <laughs> Buddhist bullshit is this Yoda crap. And I was, I was like, it's exactly what I was complaining about with Rogue One, how yeah. it just kind of felt stupid. Yeah. And it's the same argument that's been going on for decades, so yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm late. Nothing new on this side. But you remember that same. Okay. We're late in the show, so is it this? You remember one, that same it, same yeah. argument, yeah. My my hypothesis to draw it out just a little more sure. was uh, your biggest complaint was about the lack of depth of characters, right? <laughs> yeah. Which, if you look at Star Wars Episode Four, yeah, Episode Four is a little shallow by itself. It's a little shallow. The one that got you interested. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. I believe that was the subtitle for but, that uh, for that movie. The but I will that got you say, interested. I enjoyed more of them than I disliked, and I just disliked a bunch of people in Rogue One. Okay, so I guess. But my, I, I, but I, you're right. There was there was they're pretty. It's pretty pretty thin. Mark Hamill is atrocious. He's pretty thin skimmins. <laughs> but he got so good. The thing is, like, I can't when. I, uh, Batman the animated series. Yes. Oh, 
Fair. Okay. Yeah. I was only talking he's, about Star Wars, but and yes. he's still and he he's good in Rogue. He doesn't even say anything in uh, Force Awakens, and he's good. Yeah. Anyway, arguably his best performance. There my theory was that <laughs> every, the reason the characters have more value to you is because of however many years of playtime that you had, mm-hmm. imbuing them with your own personal meaning. Absolutely, and the same is absolutely true for my love of He Man and the Masters of the Universe. There is no reason I should be as passionate about that franchise, <laughs> given the, the the show or even the books. Right. It's what I attach to it. Right. Period. It's like, a goofball bunch of shit. Here's a movie I got wrapped up watching but too I much of as a kid love it. was Grease 2. Mm. Loved it. Guy rode a motorcycle into a prom. Loved yeah. it. Wanted to ride motorcycles, <laughs> wanted to wear aviators, <laughs> wanted to be a badass uh, mm-hmm. uh, on, the outs- on the outskirts of the social norm. This is explaining, this is explaining so much. No, if you, if you listen to the, uh, the How Did This Get Made that they just did about Grease 2 a few weeks yeah. ago, there was a person on there that was absolutely in your camp. There was there was one person on there that was like, I watched Grease 2 all the time. It was one of the two videotapes that That's we owned. It. And I watched it constantly. I love that movie. Nothing you can say is going to make me think that this was a bad movie. <laughs> I was allowed to to pick my own movie at the time where I could only remember the words Grease 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, that was like my first time that I was picking out movies for myself in the video store when, when my babysitter took me to the video store. Mine, right? mine was uh, Treasure Island. Now, however... If they remade Grease 2 now, <laughs> I wouldn't be expecting the same charge I got out of Grease 2. And I wouldn't go there now and be like, how dare they? That's an unrealistic prom. But the, but the thing is, I've gotten that charge from other incarnations. I've gotten that charge from Star Wars comics. Sure. I've gotten that charge from Star Wars video games. Okay. The, uh, the Force I love Unleashed, the video games. The Force yeah. Unleashed games. The storyline there with Starkiller, some incredibly cool stuff. And yeah, and, and some of the older video games like TIE Fighter and X-Wing. Anyway. Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron, dude. Oi, oi, oi. Those are the best. The GameCube. Boom. Okay. Look out. Well, this sucks. <laughs> this is like fighting with Penn. You just keep going until he agrees with you and then it's done. <laughs> he, he just cuts you off. You want him to He's agreed himself. with me on every point. <laughs> Fuck you, Paul. Man, well, let's have you I, say it to the end. I don't look at Star Wars without seeing the warts. I understand what a bunch of shit it is sometimes. Yeah. But I fucking love no, it. No, no, no. I think you need to reorder that sentence. I think that sentence should be, I understand sometimes what a piece of shit it is. I do, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I don't think you always understand no, what a piece of shit it is. Sometimes I turn the blinders on. When it comes yeah. to Empire, blinders on. <laughs> blinders on, baby. Again, could we just rehash you some- were You were a Star Wars guy yourself. Well, I was... Yeah. It was eight when sure when it came no, out. No, but you 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 have a loyalty to the franchise, even though so you. I had all the toys. That was my yeah. main play. Yeah, from eight till. How many times? Eleven, have you seen, maybe. How many times have you seen Rogue One? I've seen it three times. See, oh, and how many times did you see? Uh, what was the Force last? Force Awakens. One? Force Awakens, uh, including once at home, three times. Okay, I have a tradition of seeing each one twice at the theater. I only went this time three times because yeah. I wanted to see the three different formats. I saw Force Awakens okay. twice in the theater. And how many times have you seen Grease 2? <laughs> I have never seen Grease 2. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You're missing out. I know what we're doing after we get done recording. The no, character yeah. depth. I mean, the arc. <laughs> but the I tell language my of too, cinema in Grease 2. You know, already cool When episode one came out, we were all nerding out at Star Trek over yeah. the new Star Wars movie. Right. And... 
during that time, I saw that thing seven times in the theater. Episode one. And that's a, how old were you? Uh, 25, 26. And it's a piece of garbage, that fucking movie. And, uh, <laughs> and it took me that long to realize it. And even then, I didn't want to realize it because I loved it so much. Right. And I went to see it seven times thinking, there's something in here. Right. I'm missing something. I'm not, it's not clicking for me because I'm just not reading into it right. Well, the Phantom Menace conspiracy is the something. We'll just live with that. Right? Isn't that, oh man, have you watched that stuff with Jar Jar talking? Have you seen those clips? No. Holy shit, ready? We got to talk. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it'll blow your fucking mind. Is this the, the thing where uh, Jar Jar is like the evil? Jar Jar was he, he's the, the, he's he the king was, evil Sith. He was going to be the king evil piece. He was going to be basically the antithesis of, of Yoda. Do yeah. you believe this? Do you know this already? I do. Okay. We've talked about this on the show before. I think it's probably true. Yeah. Okay. He was not prepared for the backlash that came with episode one, Uh, and he dropped his plans because he got gutless on it. But if he'd seen it through, it could have been something. But you watch... Oh, I still think think it could happen. If you know Hong Kong cinema... Number one super cinema? Hong Kong cinema. Shaw Brothers, any of that old school stuff. Yeah. It's pretty clear. Okay. That it almost has to be true. Okay. And... The the way you watch, if there are clips where Jar Jar is mouthing words that other characters are saying, like he's putting words into their mouths literally, mm-hmm. like you can't fuck that up on a CG character. It's intentional stuff, you know what I mean? So it's oh. it's, it's 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 mind blowing. It's, when you it's watch funny it. if it's just an actor who just knows the other guy's lines, right? Yeah. And they, they had to leave it in, right? That's right, right. Funny, but but so on we've a, all done that. But right. on a completely CG character, you see these moves where he does these, and he's doing all this shit with his hands, these force moves with his hands that you don't re- realize at first, and it's just like, oh man, he's pulling all kinds of crazy strings. The main thing is Lucas is well known to steal heavily sure borrow heavily yep be from asian from asian cinema Mm. right and asian women and this it's pretty clearly they've got all the good stuff and they love goiters (laughs) um go (laughs) that's just a dig that's just a cruel dig. kind old man there's a guy it's true that guy's got more problems than i do (laughs) (laughs) Um, i should leave him alone but no ready what was the 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 lift was pretty directly from it's drunken kung fu Mm mm-hmm Okay. All right. Yeah, so, his his moves, his move set was absolutely drunken master. Drunken. What drunken should we do? Style. Should we double down on scoop mail? And, and I think so. Jock versus nerd. The next episode. I think so. We'll double double scoop mail, double jock because this is already an epic episode. But I yeah. like it. I'm yeah. happy with it. I think so. I think I'm satisfied with it. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Only one person peed. All right. That's good. Uh, two people. Oh no. Oh, no. oh that is disgusting. Tickle party. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle. There's something you should be able to shout out at any. I'm, that was his big DJ move. <laughs> All right, y'all, everybody, get on the dance floor. Tickle Whoa, party. Tickle party. Tickle party. <laughs> DJ. Oh, Jesus. What there a payoff. What a payoff. <laughs> Build up payoff. All right. Oh, oh no. Oh. This podcast is too dope. We got to shoot it. <laughs> All right, I want to thank uh, I want to thank Pendulife for getting this podcast. I want to thank Ready Rich for stopping by. Uh, yes, uh, so good to have you, Ready. Uh, yeah, this, I think our listeners are going to be quite thrilled to have you. Thank you so much for coming by and bringing your own shit. That was really helpful. That I was hope, really nice. I hope the rest of our guests bring their own stuff as well. Um, well, you're just going to leave this, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll wrestle you for it. Oh, <laughs> tickle party! Tickle, tickle party! DJ. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I, I want to thank the audio mafia, the visual mafia. Um, it's the first podcast of 2017. Uh, yeah. So thank you all the people on our social oh, media mafia man, as well. Um, if you want to help us out, you can participate in our obelisk scheme, uh, which is the number one way we grow. We've yeah. tried other ways, much more expensive ways, and it's, they work, but not as well as when not you as well as this. just turn on one person and one person only but just to our one. podcast. And I'll, I'll give you some, 2017, I'll give you some advice for your obelisk scheme. Good. Don't oversell it. Just create the curiosity and walk away. The best way to turn someone on to something is to make it feel like it's their decision. Have we talked about this? I don't think so. There we go. So the best way to turn someone on to a podcast, if I went to my Bill Burr speech I just went into by someone who hasn't listened to Bill Burr, they wouldn't listen to that. If I go like, oh, you like a stand-up? Yeah, he's funny. So his podcast is funny. And then I feel like, if, I, if I feel like they're like, huh, if I get that, huh, then I would leave it alone. I walk away. Yeah. And then look back to me and be like, you know what? I listen to him is funnier. And if it's, if, if it's better than what I promised them, they're in. That's uh, that's exactly how I got into my pig wreck. <laughs> Your pig accident? I, I, under, pig I accident? under-promised. Your pig accident was under-promised? Yeah. Yep. I, I may be with you the rest of your life. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sue-wee! Uh, this is a pig accident. Uh, so, yeah. So, just make, make, choose someone to make them curious about our show. Don't oversell it. If they want to become part of the hardcore part of our community, fantastic. If not, yeah. they just want to be a, a listener subscriber, fantastic. Yep. Um, I want to thank you. all of the people on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash HeyScoops. We are, are going to be giving you uh, two extra episodes in January because we broke uh, through. Late you, night bonus episodes coming you, up. Even though some of you had expired credit cards on file, you didn't know it. You could have you could have crippled our efforts, but you did not. Yep. Uh, but make sure it all worked out. It all worked out. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be updating uh, Patreon and being more involved with that in 2017. A lot of plans for bonus podcasts through that RSS feed. Fun stuff coming your way. Um, what else? Yeah, Graham just put up all the songs now, right? Yeah, what's yeah, that? Yeah. What's that level? Ten dollar level. Uh, it's which, in there with the sound bank. Yeah, we used to get access to our sound bank, which has our crazy pulls, uh, which people add to every week by yep. sending you requests uh, for Jacob requests to pull. Now we have every, every, song, every song, every song, three hundred songs, over three hundred songs. Is DJ in there? <laughs> it will. Be it now. may be now. <laughs> it will be now. Now it's been a two episode bit. Um, uh, what else? A couple of people keep requesting uh, copyrighted material to go into the sound bank, <laughs> and uh, there's a reason it's not going to pop up there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Snoop Dogg's do voice isn't going to be there. That sound probably bank. won't be there. No, for shizzle. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's it. Um, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, oh, we have uh, more thank yous. Uh, yeah, uh, Paul. Uh, yes. we, should just, we should thank you in the style of what? Uh, let's do this in the style of Star Wars characters that uh, were in the the crazy cantina. <laughs> okay, these are Star Wars cantina characters. Yep. All right. I want to thank uh, three scoops of lady fingers. <laughs> I want to thank Michael Michael Giuliano, <laughs> who is actually the guy that kind of looks like a rat. And he licks, he licks on his drink. I want to thank uh, Kimchi Douche Scoop, which actually was a was actually a thing of douche and a scoop. Michael Lennox, who has got three eyes and is all blue. Uh, I want to thank uh, Mandy Purple Thing Abella. <laughs> Michael Knave, who has a mohawk that is sentient. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Mark uh, Weird Instrument Player Wines. Mike Tansy, who's drinking while holding his drink with his tail. Creepy. Uh, Mark Miller doing an intergalactic keg stand in the background. Mike Wentz, who is one of the holographic chess pieces on the weird chess game. 
Mark Tremble, who is dressed as a ghost in the background, not a member of the KKK. Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, Nathan Christensen, who is a robot that only goes bleed-doo-doo. <laughs> I want to thank Pop Helsinki, who's a robot who said many things besides bleed-doo-doo. <laughs> uh, Nathan Clay, who was uh, a bus boy. Uh, you could tell he was actually a bus. The little boy that was a bus. Uh, Mark Jernstrom, who was... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Martin Jernstrom. <laughs> this guy's the most complicated last name, and I fucked up Martin. <laughs> uh, Martin Jernstrom, who, uh, of course, was just, just, a, just a regular valet waiting outside the cantina. Nicholas Petty, who was a tire. <laughs> uh, Voodoo Chili Scoop, who was uh, a pair of pants in the coat check. Nick Tatoyan. Nick Tatoyan was part Bantha... Part Tauntaun. I want to thank, I want a scoop baby who was actually going down on uh, one of the people underneath the table you couldn't see. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, who doubled as Walrus Man's severed arm. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Matt Glowacki, who was uh, uh, just a stand in uh, for Han Solo. Parfait Hate Machine, who was one of the Jedi's robes. Uh, Matt McKenzie, uh, who was, uh, uh, he, was uh, he was a, he was a notepad. Patrick, who was a creature made of cheese that was eating part of himself on a Ritz cracker. <laughs> I think uh, Matt Storm, who was uh, who was the force in the room. Patrick Webb, the little-known stripper in the back of the Max Rebo band. Uh, I want to thank Matthew Sean Romanek, who was a postcard from the Dagobah Galaxy. Paul Homkow, who was a home cow. He was a b-boy <laughs> cow. Well, like Matthew Hawk, who was a fresh rechargeable battery for a lightsaber. Pete Romano, who was uh, a, a talking blaster that said, I'm going to shoot first. Matthew Smeal, who was a guy who bragged about turning Yoda on all the books he quotes now in his jargon. Peter Hines, who was a giant bottle of ketchup. Uh, Melanie Hornybrook, who fucked herself with that giant bottle of ketchup. Oh! <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what? It was in the movie. Peter McDougal, who was made of gold. Uh, Matthew Strimple, who filmed Melanie fuck herself with a ketchup bottle. Oh, my God. It keeps yeah. going. Uh, Phil Tomlinson, who Background. was who was part of the floor that was actually alive and was all like, yeah, I watch them spill drinks. Uh, Michael Calder, who was a voyeur voyeur. So he masturbated to someone watching someone masturbate with a ketchup bottle. That's got to be a thing, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Rachel George, who was uh, uh, one of the rafters in the bar, the piece of wood alien that only came alive at night. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, there's Michael Elsroth, who oh, was yeah. a puppet named Filth Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank six Marcus Karras, uh, Matt Eddie Ambler, Mar uh, Matt Burdick, Matt Spaulding, Matthew Darks. Uh, Mike Six, Minty Scoop, M.L. Kennedy, Mayor of Greater Scoopington, Nicholas Hall, uh, Nicolette Benoit, Nick Barnhart, Nick Farr, Nick Vibbert, Nicole Angel Lupulus. Sure, turn the page. Uh, Peter Romero, Philip Chalop, Randy B. Evans, Rachel Toplitsky, uh, Ramus Nielsen, Rich, uh, Richard Bruins, Richard Fastnaught, and Richard Hill. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Hey, uh, go ahead, ready? Send me some mail. Questionpen at gmail.com. <laughs> Questionpen at gmail.com. Yeah. Light and ready. Really day. angry mail. Yeah, don't don't take up any political causes. Just uh, you know, some innocuous questions. No, just don't tell us that Dagobah was not a galaxy, it was a planet. We already know that. <laughs> don't 
Don't send any nice mail to Reddy. Just be pissed. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Uh, I want to do all the things. Oh, yeah. If you want to be thanked on there, go to patreon.com and you can see the different levels. For just as little as a dollar a month, you can be uh, in on our uh, Patreon universe. Uh, That's right. One that will be growing tremendously in 2017. Every little bit helps. Thanks, guys. We appreciate your backing. It helps uh, keep us going and functioning as a podcast. Uh, and gets his fancy microphones. Not mm-hmm. as fancy as the one Reddy brought for himself, but we'll nope. get there. Pretty close. 2018. We're close. <laughs> um, all right. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you soon. What episode number is this? Eight. No, 307? 307? So uh, I've listened okay. to 303 episodes, still not knowing who the fuck is Johnny. <laughs> We'll never know. It's a mystery. We'll never know. I believe we addressed it on the uh, Johnny Katz episode. Do you think it's Johnny Katz? I know we only talked about the Hey Johnny Girls on Johnny on the Johnny Katz episode. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We didn't talk about Johnny specifically. I uh, well, think sorry, the, uh, the El DeBarge has the same problem as trying to figure this out. So he didn't get any answers. No, the answer is have to go to the, the Philippines to find this answer. <laughs> Who's Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> Tickle party. Tickle party. Tickle party.